Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hey, welcome, welcome to this episode. So this is officially the start of the three-part series. It should be three parts. Maybe it'll be four. We'll see, but it should be three parts. I've got it laid out, mapped out, structured so that I can tell you the story of how we decluttered and how it applies to you, the big lessons that you need, but also the tiny little subtle things that you'll do along the way if you want to finally not just declutter your home, because that, to be honest, is a superficial goal, but simplify your whole entire life, simplify your motherhood make your life easier, make it more fun, make it more enjoyable, feel like you're more in control of everything, the way you spend your time, the way you spend your money, your relationship with your kids, being the type of parent that you want to be. 
So I'm really excited for these three parts because like I said, it's going to be a little bit of story time, a little bit of tactical things for you to learn and know and understand about decluttering and the decluttering process and what it's going to look like for you, as well as just clear this idea. Because one of the things that people say about me and my style and my way of teaching decluttering is that it's not fair or it's not relatable because when we decluttered, we were moving from Alaska to Florida and we only brought our suitcases. And so people assume that it was easy or I don't understand, or I had, it just doesn't apply, but I, I didn't declutter on purpose and I didn't even realize what had happened until almost five years after we had left Alaska and moved to Florida. And in those five years, not I maintained the simplicity in my life. I think it's just one of those things. It's one of those things that I was born to do, born to understand. I just get it. And so I did that for myself and I maintained it for five years. And then I got to know some friends who were dealing with the things that I dealt with prior to decluttering. And I was able to see in hindsight, sorry, I had to pause for an interruption from Tara, my daughter. I'm sure you understand the constant interruptions of mom life, but I was able to see in hindsight what I had done, what my process was, all of the decisions I had to make, all of the fears, the worries, the hesitations, the emotional turbulence, the stress over the waste and the money And will my kids be mad at me? And how do I even decide what to keep with us? Because it's funny, even though we knew we were only bringing suitcases, I still struggled with making the stuff that we were going to bring with us fit. And it was challenging. And so when I started talking to my friends who were dealing with these same things, I was able to see their process, walk them through it, guide them. And it mirrored my experience, the feelings, the process, the struggles, the hesitations, the just trying to make it work logistically with kids and work. Because when I did this, I was, I owned a small preschool that I was open from 7am to 5pm. And it was a 30 minute drive each way to that school from my house. And I was the sole proprietor. I was the only one there caring for these five other families and their kids. So I had very long work hours. My husband was living in Florida So I didn't have my husband at home to help me and I didn't have family or friends to help me out either. I had a babysitter for one day. My in-laws took my kids for one day so that I could work without them in the, in, in the house with me. And you know what I did? Not a single thing. I laid on the couch and I ordered myself an entire pizza and I did nothing because I was overwhelmed and so tired and exhausted from the decision-making and the emotional intensity of getting rid of all of your stuff and then moving across the country and everything else that went along with it. So I am excited to break this down with you because I've broken it down into, like I said, small, subtle shifts in your mindset, the way that you perceive your clutter, the way that you perceive the process, as well as just little tiny tips and tricks that you'll be able to apply to your own decluttering journey. So let's get into it. Okay. So when we decided, here's your very first lesson, is you have to decide. You have to make a decision. And here's what my decision looked like. And then I'm going to tell you some stories of other moms like you, what that looks like for them so that you can be like, okay, this is what I need to do. The very first thing that my husband and I did before we were able to successfully get rid of anything in my house 
was make that decision. So we decided one of our first decisions was that we were going to move right Alaska to Florida. That was decision number one. That is probably not a decision that you're making. You're probably not deciding to move, but a lot of you are. So the first decision is, okay, yes, we are moving. This is when we are moving. So we bought plane tickets. I had about one month from the time that my husband left and was living in Florida, getting us a house, getting us a car, getting his jobs established, all of that. I stayed back to get rid of everything. So we bought plane tickets for us to leave Alaska, me and the kids and go meet him in Florida. So we had those two decisions. We had set a deadline of when it was going to be done. And we had no flexibility in that. (laughs) And I'll tell you the story of how I tried to make flexibility in that. But those were our first decisions. And then the next decision when when it came down to our stuff was we had to decide what we were going to do with it. Were we going to keep it? Were we going to ship it? Were we going to bring it with us? Were we going to put it in storage? What were we going to do? And we weighed all of the options. We we did a lot of math to see how much it costs to ship stuff from Alaska to Florida, how much it costs to drive a U-Haul, how much it would cost to send just some of our stuff on a pallet, how much would it cost for us to save it in a storage unit until we could ship it to us? And was that worth it? And ultimately, financially, And logistically, none of that made sense. It was too expensive and it was too complicated. And what we realized was the stuff that we were considering spending tens of thousands of dollars shipping across the country, almost $20,000 because Alaska to Florida is the furthest possible point you can go. That stuff was not worth $20,000. If we were going to spend that amount of money we might as well just start over, get some furniture on Craigslist and start from scratch. And so that was the very first decision of this stuff is not staying with us. And so we have to get rid of it. Okay. And like I said, your circumstances are likely not, we have to get rid of literally everything and none of this stuff is staying. Your decision is going to look more like other moms who have made this decision too. I have too much stuff in my house. A lot of this has to go. The decision to say, I'm no longer going to shift this stuff from place to place inside of my house. I am no longer going to try to organize the stuff inside of my house. I'm no longer going to try to package it into boxes and shove it into closets and under the beds and in the garage. I am going to decide to get rid of a lot of our stuff. So you have to make that decision. And it's, it works a lot better if you have a timeline or a deadline attached to it. I teach that inside of Decluttering Simplified, like how to create that deadline for yourself and hold yourself accountable inside of Decluttering Simplified. So if you're not in that yet, I highly recommend you get in. You can get the link for it in the show notes of this episode. But the very first thing that you've got to do is make that decision, right? And the decision is probably going to be based on you either being so fed up with how frustrating your clutter is right now that you just can't, you just can't stand it anymore, right? You're trying to avoid that pain. You're trying to get rid of that pain, that frustration of the clutter is making my life way too hard. It is making me spend way too much time cleaning up, organized, feeling stressed out. It's causing me to treat my family less than they deserve. I'm frustrated with them. I'm snapping at them. I'm annoyed constantly burnt out, overstimulated, you're trying to get rid of that. Or 
you have a vision for what you want more, right? You want to be the type of mom who is relaxed. You want to be the type of mom who hosts playdates easily. You want to be the type of mom who has time and energy to cook and bake and craft and play without all of that added stress and busyness from the clutter in your home. So you probably lean more towards one of those, but honestly, it's good to have both, right? Um, For me, the decision that we made was based on the vision for the future that we had. And we were making that decision, not based on our stuff. We were making that decision on, we wanted to get out of Alaska. We wanted to go somewhere fresh and somewhere with a lot of opportunity, not only for us professionally, but personally, and as a family and for our children, we had a vision of what we wanted. We wanted more for our family and the stuff did not fit into that vision, right? Like I said, it didn't fit into the logistical vision. It didn't fit into the financial vision. And once I got over the idea, the worry, the stress, the, oh my gosh, my kids are going to hate me. Oh my gosh, we're going to get to Florida and we're not going to have anything at all. And we're going to starve and it's going to be terrible because your mind does go into that very dramatic worst case scenario type thinking. Once I got over that, it was actually really exciting. And I'll be completely honest and say that I did not feel that relief until I got on the plane, until I was literally on the plane with my kids. I did not feel that sense of peace and comfort until it was over. I was panicking until the day that we got on the, until literally the moment we got on the plane. Once we got on the plane, we had our layover in Minnesota. I think I was like, awesome. Great. Don't care about that stuff at all. I'm just excited that we made it. And that's going to, that's how it's going to feel for you and your decluttering journey as well. If you're the type of person who does get hung up on the, what if I need it? Or what if I regret it? Or what if I don't have the money to replace it? Or, or what if my kids get upset with me? Or what if my kids are deprived? All of these things, you probably won't feel that sense of relief and peace and comfort until after it's over. And you realize that you don't even remember Half of any of the stuff that you got rid of. I can't remember the stuff that we got rid of. I know it was like toys and clothes and stuff, but none of it was like, wow, I really regret that because the vision that I had of a better life with my family far outweighed that stuff. And that's what will happen for you too. So as you decide to declutter, you're making the decision. You're at the point of no return. It's not, oh, maybe I'll declutter one day. It's I am going to declutter and I am going to declutter this much by this time. Like I said, if you need help with that structure, get into decluttering simplified, that's going to be the thing that moves you forward. And that's going to be what pushes you through those difficult moments. So just a little bit about the circumstances. I know I, I mentioned at the beginning But I want to tell you just about the logistics of how I actually got rid of this stuff, because a lot of people think that the people who declutter have these amazing circumstances, everything lined up, their kids are angels, nothing bad ever happens. And that is not true. I've never, ever seen that happen. The only thing I've seen consistently happen are these moms who decide that they are going to declutter no matter what, they're going to figure it out. They have this vision for a better life or They've reached that point of desperation, which is also okay of no return. And I cannot declutter. I have to figure this out. So I'm going to tell you my circumstances and I'm going to share some other circumstances that moms inside of the Decluttering Simplified course have experienced as well so that you can realize 
that yes, your situation and your circumstances are uniquely yours, but they're not, they're not that special, right? They're not that unique. We all have these same kinds of circumstances. Okay. So my, just a quick rundown of my logistics. I had three kids. They were seven, four, and two. So their ages were like not super, super duper young, but yes, they were pretty young. They were very high demand. Couldn't leave them alone or anything. I worked 10 hour days. So I owned a small preschool and I was responsible for five families and their kids watching them every single day while their parents went to work. And it was my decision to suddenly leave Alaska and move to Florida. And so I felt obligated to give them a full month of care with me while fulfilling my obligations to them. So I stayed open until I think two days before we got on the airplane because it was Labor Day weekend, my birthday. (laughs) I actually left Alaska on my birthday. So I stayed open until that final weekend and I made it happen. I didn't have any employees. I didn't make, I just didn't have employees. I didn't have babysitters because I was the babysitter for everyone, to be completely honest. I didn't have babysitters. I didn't have, my parents lived an hour-ish away from us, and it just never worked out with the timing for them to come hang with us on the weekend and help with the kids. It just didn't work out that way. And so I did all of this. I don't know how on my own. Honestly, it was a whirlwind. It makes complete sense in hindsight why I was like crying every night. Or like that one day that I did have a babysitter for six hours, I didn't do anything. I just completely like decompressed and was like, I cannot even move sitting on this couch doing absolutely nothing. So yeah, I didn't have help. I didn't have a babysitter. I didn't have a nanny. I didn't have family. My husband wasn't even there. He was living in Florida. I was working 10 hour days. And so it was just to be completely honest, total chaos. And I don't recommend doing that because it If you don't have circumstances like I did of leaving the state and moving across the country, why would you do that to yourself? Don't do that. You don't need to do that. But I share that with you to say, you can find a way to make this happen. Yes, you're going to be tired. Yes, you're going to make some short-term sacrifices, but they're going to give you long-term benefits. And that's one thing we talk a lot about in Decluttering Simplified is choosing what short-term sacrifices you will make in order to have long-term benefits. For me, I spent one month decluttering all of our stuff 10 years ago, and it's paid me back and will continue to pay me back for these 10 years, but also honestly, the rest of my life. Yeah. My kids played on the iPad more than usual. Yes. I ordered more pizza and went through drive-thrus on the way home more than usual. No, I was not a very fun mom and taking them to the park and all these things during that time. And that was a bummer, but it's been 10 years of me being able to make up for that. Right. So it's worth it. It's a short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain. And that is something that you have to be aware of. And that's an intentional decision that you have to make. So if you need help or you want that extra accountability to decide what your short-term sacrifices will be, your short-term sacrifices will be, (laughs) you can get that help in Decluttering Simplified. And the moms that I have helped declutter their homes as well. Also, we were really broke. Okay. So we were moving across the country with no money. My husband is an entrepreneur, always has been an entrepreneur. So have I. So it's like starting a business in a new place. It was anything that could have been like, I can't declutter because 
my kids, my work, my job, our money, our situation. I could have, I could have used those as reasons to not do it. And to be completely honest, I think the week before we were scheduled to leave, I asked my husband for us to just change the ticket time, the ticket dates, because I wanted to sell some more stuff. I wanted to try and squeeze as much money as I could out of every little bit of stuff in that house and the preschool, by the way, I had to also get rid of everything in my preschool, which was a thousand square foot home that I rented full of all of my teaching supplies. So (laughs) that was fun, but I'm so glad that we didn't adjust those dates because who knows like how many times I would have indefinitely adjusted that. It made me stick to just getting rid of this stuff and moving on with my life. Where was I going with that? So (laughs) my circumstances were pretty extreme, but as I've helped at this point, thousands of other moms declutter their homes They all have variations of the same circumstances. They are single moms. They are homeschooling moms. They are working moms. They are stay-at-home moms. They have a spouse who is supportive and on board, or they don't. A lot of them don't have spouses who are supportive and on board. They don't have a lot of disposable income. They, They have varying schedules. They have kids in sports. They have all of these things and obligations to fulfill And they also have to keep up on the daily things. That's another thing I didn't mention is that in addition to keeping up on feeding my kids and giving them baths, as well as doing that at the preschool that I owned for five other families, like I had to do all of that as well. I had to make breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks every single day. That's why I ordered a lot of stuff for dinner. But we all have these same varying circumstances and all of them are totally possible to declutter even though you have those things going on, you can totally do it. So I want to tell you like just as lovingly as I can, yes, you have a lot going on, but you're not the only one. You're not the only one and your circumstances really are not that unique. We all have the same variations of them and it's totally possible to figure them out. The last thing that I wanted to mention, just as a mindset shift, a perspective change for you as you start to declutter is that decluttering your stuff can feel like a huge loss and it can feel like a burden. It can feel like a stress, but really it's a gift. And I think that one of the best things you can do as you declutter is find gratitude for everything that you have everything that you have, everything that is, and not just your physical stuff, but find the gratitude for the fact that you have access to this level of abundance where you have so much stuff that it's actually too much. My cat keeps trying to rub his face on my mic. He's really got to go. He's more diligent than my babies and toddlers were when I used to record these podcast episodes while breastfeeding. But You can find gratitude for those moments, for all of the stuff that you have access to, all of this stuff that is actually too much. Like what a gift that you actually have too much stuff, right? What a gift that you have to do things like make decisions on getting rid of things that you don't actually need, that you actually have too much of. What a blessing that is for you, as well as finding gratitude for all of the circumstances you have. How great it is that you have kids in your life that want 
your love and attention. How great is that? How great it is that you have a job that you get to go to and find satisfaction in or contribute to your family with? How great is it that you get to stay at home with your kids every day and be a part of their lives in such a, in such a, in the same home as them, right? How great it is if you're a stay at home mom, right? How great is it that you, you have all of these things going on for you? How great is it that you get to homeschool, right? That likely goes along with your values. How great it is that you have all of these things and how exciting is it for you to have so much control over your life and so much, so much power that you can say, this stuff is not serving me anymore. And this stuff no longer feels like a gift or like a benefit to me. And I'm going to get rid of it, right? So that I can create more space for these good things in my life that I do want, because I do have so much wonderful abundance and beauty in my life. And I want to make more room for that. So I think that's That is one of the biggest things that I wish I would have known to look for when I was decluttering instead of it just feeling, feeling so stressed out about it, so stressed, so anxious, so worried, so obsessed and hyper-focused on the what ifs and the just in case, and I'm never going to have enough instead of realizing that doesn't make any sense. I'm so surrounded by so much. I will always have enough. And so I didn't learn that until after after I got to Florida, when we had just our suitcase of things, we had dishes, we got some towels some bedding, and then we had our clothes and a suitcase of toys. And I felt truly like I had more than I had ever had in my life. I felt at peace. I felt I had so much time, so much energy, so much space. It was amazing. And so maybe it's just one of those things that you really can't understand until you do it. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I think you're full of it, Krista. (laughs) I don't believe that's true. I think you're just, you're making things up to try and convince me that this is going to be a good thing. Try it for yourself because I've never, I have never ever seen anybody declutter and be like, I regret that. I regret that so much. That was the worst decision of my life. It's the opposite. They say that was the best thing I ever could have done. I'm so grateful I did it. And it has made every aspect of my life feel better. So that's part one. Uh, We're going to move into part two. Part two I can't remember what exactly it is that we're going to cover, but I know it's going to be good. I took notes because telling this story, there's so many pieces to it, right? Telling the story, there's so many important details and subtle mindset shifts that I want to share with you that I put it all in written form. I've spent about a month just dumping out these ideas so I don't forget them and I can speak them to you in order so that you can finally do this for yourself. I'm really excited to share parts two and three with you. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope it got you excited to make the decision to declutter and I'll see you over on part two. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. 
I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.